Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's Sean Thornton with us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store. His guest line truly steps beyond convenience. He is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. I mean, that, that's the proper way to introduce you, right, Sean Thornton? <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, when, I, I feel like I feel like if I were in your shoes, okay, when I walk into my home, uh, I, I would want uh, you know any family member or friends like, oh, good morning, two-time Stanley Cup champion Sean Thornton. That's what I would require. They they usually call me a lot worse than that, so I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, Sean. First of all, congratulations. Uh, obviously, you've, you're transitioning into a front office role with the Panthers. How many games into next season are you going to be wishing you were back on the ice? As soon as somebody takes a liberty on one of the guys I played with, I'll probably be like, ah, I want to be out there. I could kill that guy. But, um, you know, I, I'm very comfortable with uh, being done with it, though. I had 20 good years. I, no complaints. I'm very happy with uh, not putting those things on again for a long time. Are you uh, When you watch the Stanley Cup Finals, okay, Do you are you the type that enjoys watching it? Or it's like, hey, if I'm not playing it, I don't enjoy this very much. Well, first of all, you got to ask him if he does watch the Stanley Cup Finals, if he is watching. Right, right. You, I mean, are you watching it? There's the question. Not one second. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. And, and it's, it's funny you mentioned this, Sean, because my co-hosts don't understand how athletes don't want to watch whether it's the sport that they're playing in for other sports i get it once in a while we might venture out and watch something but for the most part we don't want to see everybody else having success and doing what we're doing at failing at yeah when i when i was i mean i'm done playing now but when i was playing my mindset was like that's my trophy so mm -hmm. any year any year we weren't in it i was too uh too angry to watch and now that i'm done i'm just I, i'm really not interested in it i if uh, Edmonton was still in, I'd be watching because I'm really good friends with Milan Lucic still. But other than that, yeah, I, I couldn't care less who uh, who pulls this off. Now, can you? And now, Sean Thorne's a two-time Stanley Cup champion, once in Anaheim, once in Boston. Can you can you go back to the moment, like right now? Are you able to put yourself back in that moment? Can you feel the way that you felt when you picked up that Stanley Cup on the ice for the first time? Do you remember what that felt like? Yeah, I, I do. I mean. It's tough to put into words, but uh, the first time was probably, you know, the greatest day of my life. Every kid in Canada, uh, you know, plays street hockey pretending to win that thing. Uh, so it's like everything that you've ever dreamed of and worked for coming to fruition. And for the 10 seconds you have that thing over your head, I got rid of it pretty quick the first time because there's a lot of guys with a lot more experience on my team that I was trying to get the thing to. They gave it to me because I was older, but... Uh, the second time meant a lot more to me because uh, I, I had a little bit more involvement in the transition of the culture of the organization and, uh, you know, the learning curve, how to win. So that the second one meant more to me. And I held on to it a little bit longer. My, my dad was out there to enjoy it with me on the ice. My mom was there the first time. So Well, see, that's uh, what I, that, yes, that's what I wanted to know. Like when you're holding it, are you thinking about your father? I feel like that's the first place I would go. I'm thinking don't drop it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'm thinking uh, there's a lot of thoughts going through your head, and then you kind of you do your quick lap, and then you're looking for the next guy that you're supposed to give it to, and you're doing the math on how many games people have played and how many games or how many years they've been around and, like, who's next in line to get this thing. 
I, uh, I asked Jovo this question about being a proud Canadian. And, and again, something that my co-host had a hard time believing is rooting for a Canadian team. For instance, if Ottawa was still in it, would you find it in your heart to root for Ottawa just the fact that they're playing against an American team? No, no, wouldn't do I, it. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I can't cheer for Toronto. I can't cheer for Montreal. Ottawa, I'm indifferent on. Vancouver, no chance. Calgary, I'm kind of indifferent on. But uh, maybe Edmonton, like I said, Edmonton, if they're there, just because I'm good friends with Luch. But other than that, I, I, I don't. I couldn't. No. Why? Is I, I hate. I hate. I hate everyone I played against. So uh, I have a tough time cheering for them. Well, why does Vancouver get the no chance label? Uh, we had a bit of history with them, so uh, okay. There's, some bad, there's been some bad blood for a number of years since we uh, beat them in the Stanley Cup Finals in '11. Did you ever? Did you ever fight in the Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, no. Uh, the conference finals on the western side when I was with Anaheim, I fought. But, so, uh, so not, like in the Stanley, Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, so like in the Stanley Cup Finals, it kind of a it's an unspoken thing where it's like, hey, we we don't really fight in the finals. Is that a thing or it's just coincidence? No, I was absolutely looking for one when we were playing Vancouver in oh. 2011. Oh, okay. uh, just couldn't find anybody to dance with. <laughs> oh, so you we must have, down, you must have loved it then. Games. You must have loved it then in 2011. If you if you hate Vancouver so much and you win a game seven in their building, you must have loved that. Yeah, I, that that felt pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> that felt really nice. Yeah, did you ever uh, uh, bust uh, Luongo's chops about that game? Luongo, of course, between no. the pipes for Vancouver. No, I, I love Lou. He's such a good guy. Uh, I actually, when other people bring up the fact that I, I won too, I, I kind of like downplay it because I, I feel bad for him. I mean, as as happy as I was, I'm sure he was equally as crushed on the other side. So I, I try not to bring I try not to bring it up. Well, maybe you could maybe elaborate on this for us. You're out there busting your ass on the rink, and all of a sudden the guy that's in net is doing absolutely dog poop. What's going on right now with Rennie? He's had two games now where he's getting killed out there not well, many the first shots game, on he made goal. like six or seven saves whole game yeah not many shots on goal and he's letting everything in they actually pulled him game two uh what do you do as a player are you are you sitting there shaking your head when you get back to the locker room at the guy or are you just you're just sympathizing for him you're probably sympathizing for him i'm sure there's a little bit of uh it can be deflating if you're battling and then a light, a light goal goes in but there's nothing you can do about it it's the stanley cup finals now if it was i know it's weird because you'd say like if it was game 56 you might be like hey stop that <laughs> but you know he wants it, and he may, he maybe wants it too bad. So maybe the, I, I don't know. Maybe the pressure. It's not easy. I believe me. Being on that stage at that level, your all your life's dreams right in front of you, and you're so close. Like it's not easy to deal with all that. Uh, so you would sympathize, sympathize with him and and just try and get him back to where he needs to be. And now is it a mental game? The fact that he's 0-7 versus Pitt. Well, I'm sure that doesn't help. It's funny, huh? Like some teams just have some guys' numbers. It's. Uh, it's crazy. I went through it when I was in Boston and Montreal, just for whatever reason, they had our number most of the time, even though we were a bigger, better, batter team, they just, we couldn't get one by a carry price. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there's a little, there's probably some, a little bit of mental going on there. Yeah. I'm sure he's battling some demons. We got, uh, we got Sean Thornton here with us. Uh, he's transitioned to the Panthers front office. Uh, they officially announced he has a suit now. It's very cool. That's right. That's right. He's a fancy yeah. suit now. Uh, after 20 years and two Stanley Cup championships uh, with the NHL, of course, finishing up his career with the Florida Panthers. When when you're playing in the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, does it? Can you describe to us if it feels if the game actually feels different, or is it just hey, like it's this regular game? Let's go out and do our thing. 
No, it feels different, but you try and block everything out. There's a lot of distractions. You know, every person you ever went to school with that you haven't talked to in 20 years is now your best friend looking for tickets. There's family coming in. There's a lot of distractions around the game, but you try and block all that out and uh, just focus on playing, you know, the game and the old adage one at a time, but it's true. You just try and focus on the next game. But right. I remember I remember being exhausted, though, but you just you just suck it up because you find the energy for games, but... I remember flying back and forth from Vancouver, and I mean, it, it takes everything out of you for, for those seven games. Any of the boys going to bust your chops about possibly being the rat that's going upstairs and, and telling everybody what's going on inside that locker room, or no? <laughs> I'm more on the business side than the uh, hockey side, so they don't have to worry about that. I, uh, I don't think they'll mind if I tell a couple corporate sponsors about a story about being on the road one oh, time. That'd be it's fantastic. Not, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in Dale's ear. Uh, telling them this guy does that, nor would I, to be completely honest, but uh, they, they have nothing to worry about there. And how long before you start opening up the hockey bag and start sniffing the equipment again, trying to get that smell back? Honestly, I, I don't know right now. Is never, it just so early? Yeah, it is. Uh, somebody brought up that they have uh, Wednesday morning skates, I think, here in the office. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I still don't. I, I, I mean, everyone saw I threw my skates out, and I don't plan on getting a new pair anytime soon. So, uh I think if I start getting a little fat and I have to burn some calories, it's the only way I'll get back on skates. Any chance in the local men's league? <laughs> Probably not. No, no. I stopped doing men's league when I was 21. I beat somebody up pretty bad that deserved it. I felt bad after. <laughs> <laughs> Any? Uh, do I have a right to when you were when you were playing Vancouver in the in the Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, you you were looking to pick fights with one of those Sedin girls, right? One of the Sedin sisters. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, was, I was very aware that they were not fighting me, but. Uh, we were down two two games to none when I got put back in the lineup, and yeah, I was looking for anybody and everybody uh, at that point just to try and get my team going. It ended up not being necessary, but I was definitely starving for one. Any support from uh, from the Patriots when you were on Boston? Any local guys that you see what's going on with Nashville? The offensive linemen are in there pounding beers and doing crazy things. Any support from the uh, the neighboring teams? Yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, actually, Gostowski and Edelman were at my Stanley Cup party. The, they've become pretty good friends of mine. Uh, still talk to them regularly. So, uh, yeah, there's a little. There's a lot of crossover actually between athletes up there. Uh, you're a lot of them stick around town, and the charity events are all kind of run by the same, you know, four or five groups that you end up, uh, you know, crossing paths uh, probably more often than you would think. What did you do with the cup when you had it? Oh God, how much time we got? Give us, give us, give us one cool thing that you did with it. Uh, took it to Children's Hospital, and then we had the Dropkick Murphys play a private show uh, at a closed venue for like 300 of my friends and about 150 of the, the band's friends. And is the cup just chilling like next to Dropkick Murphys the whole show? Yeah, it, yeah, I was on stage the whole show. I, I didn't bring it in the crowd because I wasn't sure if I'd get it back. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, yeah. look, always, uh, always good talking to you, Sean, here, and, and I imagine Panther fans are glad that you're still going to be around and helping the team get back to the postseason. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Sean. Take it easy, man. That's Sean Thanks. Thornton right there, uh, two-time Stanley Cup champion. You've you've held like like you've partied with the Stanley Cup before, mm -hmm. right? Who because who had it? Reichel, Warren Reichel. So one time, like you've hung out with it one yeah. time, right? Yeah. It. Uh, but a lot of the guys like came back to party with it. And what, like, were, what were you doing with like like what was what, what were you guys doing with it? You guys drinking out of it? Oh, like yeah, yeah everyone's yeah, drinking was, out of it. It was a foul night. It yeah. got insane. Did you drink out of it? Yeah, of course. Oh, so cool. Of course. Drinking out of the Stanley Cup. Jealous. I mean, that's so is... gross in Germany. What? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, that, that's just one of the things, especially I'll, growing up in I'll Canada as a Canadian kid, getting to be able to pull one off of the, the Stanley Cup. That's drink. Drink something from the Stanley. 
We understood. Okay, I just wanted to clarify because you know. You feel like giving some shout-outs? It is Friday, man. You need to shout-out anyone from the game last night, from the finals? Absolutely not. Why not, man? Like, no. Durant's had a great game. He doesn't get a shout-out? No, man. I'm I'm, I'm with you. You're my boy. So I'm not going to go ahead and just try to you know, your be boy? somebody's cheerleader. Yeah, I'm not about Durant, man. He can't be a jock sniffer. No. Don't no, want to do that. No, I can't do that. Shout-out's next. Hey, it's Levitar. The Ticket wants me to ask you to listen to my show with Stugatz weekdays from 9 until 1 right here on The Ticket. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that's impossible. I work from 9 to 1 weekdays. Maybe Dan Levitard has a podcast I can listen to. Well, we do, but that's not what I'm... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.